Well, 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 welcome everyone to another episode of the Value for Value podcast, the podcast that examines the value for value model, a test for myself to see if I can create and improve the the value for value method and understand it better for myself as well as explore, identify cool things and give them to you in a digestible format. So here we are, we're up to episode 16 and I'm calling this some V for V podcast recommendations. And the basic intro for this is that I didn't have particularly a topic for this week. There was no uh, podcasting 2.0 episode this week, so you won't be able to hear any of my news or roundup from that. But I did receive a Boostergram recently and I did also have a chat with Oscar Mary from episode 59 fame in podcasting 2.0. And so for those who don't know, Oscar is the creator of the Fountain FM app. And he sent in a Boostergram, which I'll read out later, but got me thinking, you know what? I'm not the only value for value podcaster out there. So I should give some recommendations for those who are interested in exploring what the value for value is and how other people are doing that. So let's jump right into it. I'd be remiss if I didn't include my own couple of podcasts in here. So obviously this one, but my main two channels are the Mere Models and Mere Models book reviews. Now I do those slightly differently and there's a couple of things I actually do need to address with them. So one, I guess, is that I do have the the main feedback mechanism, i.e. you send in a boostergram and I will read it out on the show. The problem with that is there is a bit of a time lag because the way that I have been podcasting for the longest time is via just doing it in advance, usually about a week, five to seven days is, is preferably how I, I do it because this gives me time to edit uh, the audio, which doesn't take very long. I could really do that in a couple of minutes, really. It doesn't take long for that. The longer time period is the video editing as I do record pretty much everything and then I put that up on YouTube and then I also take clips and I put those up on different other places a little bit more decentralized and not there but you know YouTube's the place where it's at at the moment and I guess the main thing for that is when there is a time lag it sort of hurts the value for value feedback mechanism i.e. someone sending me something and if they send it to me on a Sunday afternoon just after I've recorded not only will they have to wait a week until I record next and then can talk about it, they then have to wait another five days. So it can be 12 days from them sending their message, if it's if we're unlucky, until me reading it out. Now, the other you know, best alternative is they send it just before the podcast episode, but even then that's still a five-day time lag. So you'll notice then that that can be a little bit strange because you're sending something in and you're not receiving it in that same week. And I think there's something rather important in being able to do it during that same week. Now, for me, I guess that would mean I'd maybe need to include a live episode somehow so that, you know, if someone sends something in directly after the live episode, hey, that's totally fine. It'll be read out in the next live episode the following week. And then, you know, if they're sending it just before, well, obviously they'll get that message within a couple of minutes. So, that for me is is the main difference between those two. And um, I do that on the, the Mirmoldus book reviews as well. That's got an even longer time period because I'm somewhat optimizing for the video at the moment there, not so much the audio. And this would then mean I'm not really going to be reading out boostergrams at the end of a, a book review. I've sort of been saving that for my end of month recap. 
and then obviously, well, you're going to have to wait <laughs> potentially a full month until I read out your boostergram. So in essence, that is just a, a particular aspect of the the value for value that I'm, I'm creating and uh, the model I'm working with at the moment. And, you know, I'm very, very new to this. What are we at? 16. So I've done 16 weeks, I guess, of of implementing the value for value model method. And uh, I probably need 16 years until I'm able to, <laughs> to get it good. So let's give, give me a little bit of a break, people. But that's uh, one recommendation there to check out my own episodes and, and see those. Another is obviously Adam Curry. So he's the one where I got the value for value name from, the model, the method, the one who I'm really exploring and trying to to figure out. I'm actually having him on the podcast, chatting with him in hopefully two days time, three days time, if, uh, if all goes well with the internet and technology and things like that. And I'm really going to dive into the creation of it, the philosophy of it, his thoughts on particular aspects. Like I'm going to go as deep as I can with him. So I'm sure you'll be hearing about that shortly in some some more episodes coming up. But I can say, you know, it originated with him on the No Agenda show. And so that's one he's been doing, I believe it's 14 years, maybe 15 years now. Don't, don't quote me on that. And it, he's taken a long, long time. So that 16 years I was talking about, well, he has, you know, put in those 16 years pretty much. So he's got a, a good chance of, um, you know, obviously if you go to, to that show now, it'll be super polished. So whatever the latest No Agenda episode is, I would recommend that. They have something different as well because I've been exploring V for V mostly in terms of the Bitcoin and currency and sending through micropayments and things like that. Now, they obviously have not been doing that because Bitcoin hasn't even existed for that long. So they have been using PayPal donations and donations directly through their website, I believe, things like that. So they would have a bit of a split model at the moment and probably even more split towards the PayPal donations. So obviously that would require some different things. They'd be directing people to different places. They wouldn't be having the micropayments coming in, which adds a different factor. They actually do, but they're not emphasizing that, I believe. Don't quote me on that as well because I only tune into New Agenda, New Agenda every now and then. It's not it's not my go-to podcast of, you know, listen to this every single uh, week. It's it's more of a I'll check in, see what they're doing sort of thing. His other two shows are MoFax with, uh, with Adam Curry and that one is a little bit rough on the edges. You can see he's implementing some of what he has been doing with with no agenda there, but such things as boostergrams, he didn't even have that set up. I, I sent one through the other week and confirmed with Adam that it didn't come through because he didn't have it set up. I believe he does now, but you can see that they're still experimenting things with things there. He's got a co-host who has not been doing this for years and years and years, so they're they're doing well. But it's it's very much the same, I guess, as as you would see on no agenda he he probably uses a very similar spiel and they would recommend people to do the same things but once again they don't have the huge audience that no agenda does and they don't also have the the tiered system of knights and knighthoods and all those extra benefits that the no agenda show has so uh, uh the differences you'll see there podcasting 2.0 needs no explanation that's probably my go-to place and someone, if I'd say, if you want to understand the value for value model method, everything about it, just go to podcasting 2.0 because they will explain it, you know, hugely. And then they will also really dive down into how you should do it with 
the mix between the PayPal donations and they're really actually pushing more towards asking people to do it via Lightning and via Bitcoin and whatnot. Another interesting one is Ablecraft. So this is from two people who were part of the the No Agenda crew and or the fandom, I guess, and their names are Abel Kirby and Sir Spencer. And they have their own separate shows as well, which I'll talk about shortly. But Ablecraft is pretty unique because it's, it's doing that aspect of music. So they're not particularly asking people for donations per se. They appreciate it. They've started to read out boostergrams and things like that. But they're really trying to focus on creating an album and then releasing that album via the podcasting 2.0 method of, you know, putting it on there with chapters. Uh, Sorry, they would be doing separate episodes, but I imagine they'll be doing chapter art. Uh, They'll be doing value for value splits between them and people who have helped create the album. They'll be doing all sorts of things like that. So an interesting show if you want to know more about the music aspect and how that might change the the world and how hopefully the the Spotify and royalty method will will get a bit broken and, and you'll be able to send the money directly to the person creating the art and then also the people behind the scenes, the dude who fixed up the audios, the guy, I don't know, banging the tambourine in the background, stuff like that. So that is a, a good show to, to tune into if you're interested in the music aspect. Another is Podland News. So this is with James Cridlin. I had him on the, the Mere Mortals. He's a fellow Brisbaneite, so a little bit of, of love there. And that's a show where I guess you can see someone implementing it for the first time. So it's not the most polished. He has a lot of time podcasting, so he knows what he's doing in terms of uh, creating a good show and whatnot, but implementing the the value for value is, is still rather rudimentary. They're just doing it via boostergrams. They're not particularly looking to expand that, I would say. They're not particularly looking to do extra work or extra little tidbits and things to add on to, to to appeal people, to bring more people in, to get more of that community engagement and feedback. That's more of a you know a show sort of centering around podcasting 2.0 much like this is in a, in a in a way but they they're doing other things as well so <clears throat> it's interesting watching james and seeing how he's doing things and uh doesn't have the showmanship of, of adam i would say but still a very solid effort to see how uh someone might imp- introduce um you know podcasting 2.0 and value for value and mixing that into their own podcast the last ones I just wanted to say are a big mismatch. So I've been listening to a lot of, of shows. That's one thing that I like to do and uh, I'll even bring it up here. If one day in the future, maybe you'll be able to see all of the comments that I've I've left or ratings and reviews on, on individual podcasts on Podfriend because I actually find that really useful there. But there's a bunch of shows there. So I would say Podcast Idiot by Kevin Bay. I know he does that i believe from the jump so that's oaken um, you'll recognize a bunch of these names if you've listened to podcasting 2.0 there is the um, metis pod which is by de metis i think he does um, no sorry he just has that set up there's someone whose name i'm forgetting and this is uh, really a fun fact friday i, I believe they do 
that as well where they will introduce the the aspect of hey here's a boostergram can you please support the show and then obviously there's the the 2000 shows uh salonomics is another one bowl after bowl there's a bunch of people who come from the no agenda world so phone boy speaks there's someone from brian of london who's been on the podcasting 2.0 he's more in the hive world but he still has that hooked up uh, ai cooking that is with comic strip comic strip blogger he also reads out some boostergrams does some stuff so sos podcast that's a, a spanish one uh, or spoken in the spanish language he is from i believe he's from ecuador but living in uh, Dominic, Ro, dominican republic robert sasuke i've talked about him before on here so there's a whole bunch of people i guess doing the the value for value and and introducing it in their own ways some people it's just here here's the uh, my lightning node send streaming payments through please do that and they won't go the extra effort of creating that feedback loop i guess with the community and adding in those elements so you can see it's a sliding scale as well it's not just this is the way to do it and you have to include elements from the audience you have to use clips that they've sent you and you have to say out their name you have to like no you don't have to do anything the the value for value model is is a more suggestive and it's it's more flexible i think you can do what you want with it so if you want to put in minimal effort if you want to put all your effort into creating the show and making that you know super streamlined and whatnot and then it's just there in the background you don't even have to tell people they'll maybe find it for themselves and then voluntarily do that there's all sorts of ways of doing it so that's just some of my podcast recommendations that i i can say for you and say hey give these a try you might find something of note here well we've now come to the favorite section for me to do which is the boostergram lounge and we've had quite a few people uh, putting some stuff in so play music chiron Welcome to the Value for Value Boostergram Lounge. Mm-mm-mm, smooth as always. Well, here is our first one coming through. And obviously my work in episode 15, the value of tough love has paid off because I received a couple from the person I was calling out directly. So from Oscar Mary, he said, thanks for the fountain shout out. Fascinating to hear the difference between long tail growth on YouTube and podcasts. Yeah, it is a pretty interesting Oscar. Fountain is live on iOS app store BTW. And that was two, 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 four twos sent using fountain. Thank you, Oscar. Uh, I'm it's called ducks. I guess it looks like ducks. I would have said more like swans, uh, a row of swans. Anywho, thank you, Oscar. And yes, on iOS app as well, I don't have that. So I was unsure of that. So thank you for sending that in. That is very useful to know. The next one also from Oscar is boosting because you asked me. Yes, that is value for value and action right there. One thing I would love to see in this pod is clips of different podcasters asking people to support via value for value and also thanking people for boosts. I think it would be really interesting to hear the different approaches slash styles. Once again, two, 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 two cent using fountain. Yes, Oscar, that would be something fantastic that I could do. Will I do it though is another question That's a, and that's a harder one to answer because that obviously would require more effort on my part of creating clips, putting them in and whatnot. I'm actually leaning more personally towards the side of 
doing things live, doing them as messy as possible. You might even have noticed that the first probably six or seven episodes were a lot tighter and cleaner. These ones I'm a bit more rambly and hence you've probably also noticed the the track length of these episodes going up. So I'm just not super sure if that's a, a route I want to go down. I watch the way Adam operates and the amount of clips and things that he does and it's you know absolutely fantastic. I love how much effort he's putting in and it really shows that he's created this amazing audience and and whatnot the thing with that is you have to get very technical so i'd probably have to start losing uh, using more technology i'd have to start learning more things and whilst i'm not averse to that i'm not sure i would have the motivation to particularly go down that route as deep as he has and i I'll, I'll explain maybe a bit more of that in the ending in my little podcast pro tip and, and recommendations because I think that'll ex- shed some light on on my thoughts of uh, why I might not be doing that. I have done it in previous episodes. Will I do it? I'm not so sure. But uh, I did steal your idea there and said, you know what? I can do some podcasting recommendations so people can search for themselves if they want. They can go and find out and see what is the goss another one here is from someone new so very intriguing fun fascinating right here this is from nullifier and they said great message positivity multiplies itself and that was 500 sats sent using podfriend and no sorry sent using fountain and the the cool thing with this was he had a couple of messages coming through another one was removing the middleman increases mutual integrity another 500 sats using a fountain Fountain, yes. And then this is what I want to see most from V for V, musicians getting direct support. 1,500 sat sent using Fountain. Now, the funny thing was that when all of these came in, I was a bit unsure of what to make of it because some of them were sent in in random places and I was like, oh, geez, where did this come from? I'm not 100% sure. Where should I do this? Another one here. Kids who grow up receiving their allowance via LN will not have that problem. And I was thinking like, oh, geez, I have no idea where this is coming from. But the cool thing is, and this is where you can see my effort coming through, is that I downloaded the uh, CV, CVC or XLS, what was it, from from the Satoshi stream, uh, XLSX file, so an Excel file from Satoshi stream. And they have these huge amount of tabs in there. They have all these crazy things. But I was able to see where exactly these boosts were coming from and what episodes in particular, which helped very much. So let me go over these uh, again. So the first one from Oscar, boosting because you asked me. That was from the value of tough love. So the last one, obviously, I didn't need to, to put that one so much. Giving value a case study. So that was the great message, great message positivity multiplies itself. So that was one of the early episodes. I believe that was episode number three, I believe. Yep, episode number three. So yes, positivity there. Thank you very much, Nullifier. The removing the middleman, that was from the what value for value isn't. So that was where I was talking about how Patreon and all of these sorts of things aren't particularly value for value because there is that middleman in the middle and that's you know siphoning off. I think that steals away some of the, the value in it. The other one, this is what I want to see most from V4V, musicians getting direct support. That was resting on your laurels. So that was not too long ago. That was on episode 13. 
And this was where I was talking about incentives. This is where I was talking about, uh, let me go into here. Uh, was the last song rushed out? Did you do all the research, passive income, things like that? And so this was, I guess, I, I probably talked enough a bit in there about uh, how musicians could use this in a completely different way to what they're feeling now. And so the last one was the message about, let me bring it up, ding, dong, ding, ding, ding. He was saying, this is what I want to see most from V4V, musicians getting direct support. And this was on episode 14, value for value, it was going worldwide. This is where it's kind of hard and you can still get a little bit lost. So I know I've talked plenty about musicians and them getting direct support. And so obviously I might've mentioned something in this episode, but this, the timestamp from this was at nine minutes 40. And when I went to that episode and was looking at it, I wasn't particularly talking about musicians there. I was talking just in, in general about, you know, observations on uh, the <clears throat> podcasting index stuff going worldwide, how it can be different from for women and for, you know, Australians being generous and things like that. So it wasn't super connected. And this is where it might be interesting to know where is that timestamp coming from? Is it coming from when the boost is actually sent or is it coming from when the person hits the boost button to write a message? Because I know it'll take me a minute or two minutes maybe or maybe even longer to actually write the message. Um, I'm actually going to write that down and, and put that in the podcasting index social to, to find that out. But in any case, uh, I really do appreciate that nullifier uh, that makes my... My, my heart warm that you've um, sent through all of all of these nice messages. It, it um, really is a a fun try here of 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 the value for value. And um, you know, if new people are coming in, and it's uh, ah, it's, it's it's beautiful, man. It's, re- it's really beautiful. I, I really do appreciate it. So those were the messages. Once again, if I ever miss one, please please uh, let me know, and I will refind it i'll go back or put in the effort or put in the work and i will repay you back I'll, I'll send some satoshis back your way for the the mistake i have made because um i know how much it matters to to not have those things go into the void and this is maybe a, just a, a last pro tip here and before i get on to um what i was highlighting before or hinted at before if you're a podcaster and you're saying that you're doing value for value and that you will read out the the show, the messages that come in. I think there is a, a burden that is placed upon you there, a responsibility perhaps is a better word, because there is nothing worse than you as being as a listener sending in through a message and it just not coming through and it not receiving that acknowledgement that the other person has received it. Uh, it's happened plenty of times to me. I really dislike it. A lot of those shows that I talked about you know, some of them do do that. And that's, there's a reason why I'm not really tuning into their shows anymore. It's because you miss that message, that that thing goes hidden, that that uh, attempt to connect goes goes lost. And it, uh, it sucks, you know, almost feels like re- getting rejected in a way. So that's uh, just one thing I would recommend if you're interested in this model. Hey, put put the time and effort in, go back through and try and find out when they sent through that message, try and decipher it, try and put the effort in because uh, I think your, your audience will appreciate it. The last thing I was going to talk about was uh, I am actually 
asking now for your support because uh, I have now started paying for this podcast. So I'm on Buzzsprout and I really did want to try and make this as self-hosting to put in the effort, time, work to to figure that all out. And I've just been noticing these past couple of months, I'm, I'm not making the time, I'm not making the effort. And I think that's because I just don't care that much about self-hosting. There's a reason why I've never particularly gone down this route before learning about podcasting 2.0. It's just the the technical side of, of that, the coding that's required, the knowledge and skills that you would have to continuously update to get to that level. I think that's just where I'm like, yeah, I'd rather pay this off in, a, in another way. My my skills aren't particularly related to that. My skills are, are related to elsewhere. So would I rather create a better show by putting in all of these clips and you know putting the time and effort, energy that's required to creating all those and doing that? Or would I rather you know not do that and then potentially use that time in other ways that can benefit the show more, i.e. maybe I can read more books? Maybe I could listen to more of Adam's podcasts and really dive deeper. Maybe I could, you know, do more uh, podcast episodes with other podcasters who are doing this, get more of their thoughts, have more chats with Oscar Mary and other developers who are doing things. I would say for me, that's probably where the money is. That's, you know, and this is a, a subjective thing on my part. Is it better to create the show uh, you know, more technical with things like that, with more feedback, with more interactive elements, or is it better for me to improve it via different ways? You know, that's my call and I'll, I'll have to live with that, whether that is the correct call or not. Uh, but that I think does explain part of uh, of what's going on here and why I might not do some recommendations that you suggest and things like that. The other one is that uh, I'm going to try and uh, really trying to be uh, laying on the value for value from now on because now there are some costs associated with this. Before it was just time, but now there's a, you know, not super huge. It's a, probably be about 16 Australian dollars per month, but uh, if possible, so that's that's four episodes. So that's about $4 an episode. I'd be trying to recoup about $4 an episode. So that is going to be my goal from now on to, to try and get to a, a minimum, a sustainable level for this podcast. And so you'll be noticing that in the upcoming episodes, I'm probably going to be laying on the the value for value spiel even harder than I, I have before. What can I say right now? Hey, send me in a boostergram, stream some Satoshis to me. I really do appreciate it. And it will help this show continue on with the increasing costs of life. Oh my God. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to this end of a, a rather long one. Uh, but there was a lot of recommendations I wanted to go over. And uh, I really do hope you're, you're having a fantastic time wherever you are in the world. Karen out.